From Entrepreneur Media, this is Problem Solvers, a show in which entrepreneurs do what entrepreneurs do best, solve unexpected problems in their business. We were completely wrong. And I'm just like, it's not selling. It was like, we have to start from scratch. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. What if, in the process of organizing our days, in the process of prioritizing, in the process of just trying to be as efficient as possible and get the most done and do the best work, we are actually limiting ourselves. We are actually taking the best ideas, the best opportunities, and putting them to the side or not making the space for them or not considering them enough. I am sure we all have some version of this. I certainly do. And it is why every time that I step back and reevaluate the way that I do things or I stumble into some new idea of something I could just do differently, something really simple, something that's maybe just as simple as not having meetings on a calendar one day, well, it feels like a revelation. Because so much happens, because so much gets accomplished. And I realize, oh my gosh, I could do more. I could think differently. I could create new pathways for myself. I am limiting my options. And this kind of stuff, like I said, it's not radical. It's not radical thinking, but it can lead to radical results. And readers of Entrepreneur Magazine may notice that this kind of thing has been on my mind lately because the last two editor's letters that I wrote for the Jan Feb and then the March issue were both in some way engaged with this idea. And so today, for those who missed it, I want to read you both of those columns because they have something to offer you right now. The first one is about how to make room for the unexpected, how to think differently about the path in front of us, how to treat goals differently, how to even think about what a goal is. And then the second one is about how to manage your time, how to do something, how to put something on your calendar that is just so simple and so valuable that it just might change the way you work. So that's what we're going to do on Problem Solvers. It is two columns, two different ways to think, two ways to expand the way that you work. All coming up after the break. No one succeeds alone. Even the best entrepreneurs know when it's time to bring in an outside expert. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. You can check work samples, client reviews, and more to make sure you're hiring the right pro for your business, and there's no cost until you hire. Plus, you only pay for work you approve. Whether you're looking to hire a single pro for a project or an entire team to scale your business, Upwork can help you reach your goals. And however you hire, Upwork is available to help you keep things running smoothly with 24-7 support, letting you stay focused on what matters, your business. Find the right talent for whatever your business needs at Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. All right, we're back. This is the column from the January-February 2022 edition of Entrepreneur Magazine. It's called Make Room for the Unexpected. And I wrote, this year, our greatest opportunities may be the ones we were never looking for. Here it goes. 
When you narrow your path, you limit your chances of finding what will make you happiest. That's something I've learned personally and witnessed happening to others throughout my career. As we begin a new year and set new goals, it's a lesson worth reflecting on. We must make room for the unexpected. We must set goals, but be completely comfortable abandoning them. We must accept that the greatest opportunities may be the ones we weren't looking for and maybe didn't even know existed. I'll give you an example. This is the story of Tom, a real friend whose name I'm changing. Tom always wanted to work at one specific company. He set this goal at the beginning of his career because that company was full of widely recognized, talented people, and it produced products he thought were genius. Joining that tribe became his definition of success. Every job he took was strategically selected to one day appeal to his dream job. He followed the company religiously. He got to know the people who worked there. And one day, After many years of labor, his efforts paid off. He got the job, and it was not what he expected. It was gratifying in many ways, sure, but it was thankless in too many other ways. It paid poorly. The hours were awful. It was often creatively stifling. He stayed there for years, often deeply unhappy because the idea of being there still gave him joy, even if the work did not. But eventually, he left. It was too much to take. He has held a series of impressive jobs ever since. The guy is talented, after all, but he's been passionate about none of them. He still doesn't really know what he wants because he spent his entire career plotting one course. I meet a lot of people who are like this. I feel fortunate to not be one of them. And I attribute that to what I did not know earlier in my career. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I'd never heard of Entrepreneur Magazine. I had no idea people got paid to speak on stage, and I was generally ignorant of all the other stuff I do now that brings me joy. So how did I get here? By exploring. I took jobs solely for the skills they teach me, even if I didn't really care about the companies. I went down many fruitless paths, I tried on a few identities. I started things that failed. I kept my options open. And that prepared me for the unexpected, which was the role I hold now and the career I'm building around it. This does not make me special, but it does make me part of a lucky club. I meet so many entrepreneurs who laugh, laugh at the reality of what they're doing now. They say things like, I never planned to run a soap company, but that soap company pulls in millions and challenges them in all the right ways. They love the soap company, and they got there not through careful plotting, but by indulging the unknown. And same for many of my colleagues here at Entrepreneur, by the way, while delivering this magazine to you and this podcast and everything else, many of them are also doing other wild and amazing projects. This year, as you set goals, I encourage you to hold them loosely. I've always thought of goals as something useful to move towards, simply because movement itself is so important. A goal can light our path forward, and that's useful for a while, but a goal is not a map. It cannot define your whole journey. If you chart your course too tightly, you'll miss all the promising off-ramps in your periphery. Prepare for what is ahead. It promises to be big. But as you do, prepare to indulge the unexpected as well, because I promise you, the unexpected is where the payoff and joy will really be. So now let's take a short break and come back with a way to create opportunities for the unexpected every single day. 
Entrepreneurship requires boldness. You'll need to do things that sound crazy and that others simply won't do. And you'll want business checking that thinks the same way. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is powerfully simple business checking. And unlike the traditional banking model, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow with seamless integrations into Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at novo.co slash solve. Plus, Problem Solvers listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts. Go to novo.co slash solve to sign up for free. Novo.co slash solve. Novo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, FA, member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. All right, we're back. So that last column was philosophical. It was about goals. It was about paths. This one, a lot more tactical. I call it, it's time for calendar zero. And here we go. Remember when inbox zero was everyone's goal? The idea was that in some way and somehow it was possible to clear your thoughts by clearing your inbox. As I write this, or as I record this, I suppose, I have 131 open emails waiting for me. Inbox zero is a fantasy, and I accept that. I have come to believe that we should not define our success by or tie our sanity to the things we cannot control ourselves. If anyone can email us, you could email me right now. Then the number of emails in our inbox at any given moment is out of our control. So instead of shooting for inbox zero, I have shifted my goal to something that is within my grasp. I call it calendar zero. This is my term for a day without meetings. It is a day to do deep work, to think without interruptions. And then when the time comes to take care of your body and your mind as well. Sound impossible? I assure you, calendar zero does not come naturally to me either. My instinct is to pack my days with meetings and deadlines and tasks with one thing crashing into the next. I am embarrassed to admit this, but I feel a sick kind of pride when I have a headache at the end of the day. It's as if my brain is used to its full capacity. That's what I think. But a few months ago, a happy accident occurred. I looked at my calendar and by pure luck, I had absolutely no meetings that day, nothing. I stared at this open calendar with wonder, like a baby seeing the night sky. Then I realized what it meant. I could do the kind of work that is only possible without interruptions. That big project I'd only glancingly tackled, today it gets done. That big idea I had no time to explore, now I could think through it. By 2 p.m., I had accomplished so much that I went for a long bike ride and felt no guilt or worry. As I was breezing down the road, it occurred to me, I need to do this more often. But I couldn't just wait around for more happy accidents. This would require proactive action. I looked for the next appointment-free day on my calendar. It was weeks away, and then I blocked it off, and I wrote, no meetings day. As the day grew near, I guarded it fiercely. Are other people doing this, I wondered? I surveyed my LinkedIn followers and learned that 62% block off a day at least once a month. Some told me they do it weekly. One guy, Third Nature founder Brian Helfman, said he blocks off a full week once a quarter. It's like a staycation, but I'm more productive than any normal week, he wrote. But many others say they try to do it, and they often fail or forget. That is why I'm telling you about this now. Even the most hard-charging among us must admit, greatness does not happen when it's squeezed in between meetings. And the meetings themselves sure don't produce greatness here instead are three truths that we must remember. Number one, 
we cannot confuse productivity with a packed schedule. Number two, there is no award for being the busiest. And number three, if we do not claim the time we need, others will claim it from us. Unlike Inbox Zero, which requires constant maintenance and oversight, Calendar Zero allows you to start small. You, like me, may not be able to imagine a meeting-free day every week or even every two weeks. Fine. Do what you can and build from there. Prove to yourself how valuable it can be. Weave it into your habits. Start like this. Pull out your calendar right now as you listen to this podcast. Right now, literally right now, pull out your calendar and look for the next day that's yet to be booked. Can you block that off? If yes, do it. If not, find the next one. Do not stop until you have written those magic words in your calendar, no meetings day. That is your day. You deserve it. You will do great things with it. Don't let anyone take it from you. So there it is. Two ways to open your path and open your calendar. And I hope you take advantage of both. And that's our episode. I would love to hear what you think and maybe even about a problem that you solved. You can find me at my website, jasonpfeiffer.com. J-A-S-O-N-F-E-I-F-E-R.com. Also, I have some more useful stuff for you. I write a newsletter about how to future-proof yourself and become more adaptable and optimistic. I would love for you to sign up. It is at jasonpfeiffer.bulletin.com. Also, check out my other podcast. It's called Build for Tomorrow. In each episode, I take on some belief that we have that holds us back from progress and show you why it is not as bad as you think. Problem Solvers is a production of Entrepreneur Media and comes out every Monday morning, so make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Thanks to Deepa Shah for production. My name is Jason Pfeiffer. See you next week.